Welcome to the Psych Spot Podcast. Uh, this is my first episode, but it is extra special because I convinced my wife, totally, totally lucky, but uh, she's going to do this co-hosting thing with me. Um, she's great. Hope you like what you hear. Thanks for showing up. And uh, yeah, I think we'll just get right to it. Here you go. This is going to be sloppy. But hopefully not. <laughs> no, hopefully, I hope it's not. I think it's going to be good, though. I think so, too. Hey, uh, my name is Jay Brooksby, and I'm here in the studio, a.k.a. the minivan, <laughs> with my sweet wife, Courtney. Hello. And she has been so awesome, courteous, kind, and nice to me to do this. This is our first podcast. We're going to talk about... Repair, which I covered in a in a blog over at the psychspot.com forward slash blog on October 3rd. Uh, it was entitled, On Relationships, Four Ways to Master Relationship Conflict or Conflict Repair. Yes. Totally slaughtered that. But anyway, go to the blog. You'll see that. See the post. And so we're going to talk about us. We'll do a little intro. Yeah. Who we are. And... Then talk about relationship fights. And repair. Yeah. It's going to be great. So stick around. So let's talk about us. Okay. Just give them a, a, a quick and dirty once over the Brooksby's. Okay. We are from Western Washington. Jay graduated from Puyallup High School. Yeah. I graduated from Bethel High School. Yeah. Um, we got married 10 years ago in 2004. Yeah. Um, we have lived yeah. in Rexburg, Idaho, Spokane, Washington, Memphis, Tennessee. Grand Forks, North Dakota. And now this summer we finally moved back home. Jay's got his PhD now and we're starting a business. Yeah. Opened up a private practice. It's uh, 152nd and Meridian. Just behind, up. Yeah, behind the Dairy Queen. It's been there forever. Next to the public library. Not the, my the office. Bil- no, your building hasn't been there that long. But Dairy the Dairy Queen. Queen's been there for a long it's time. It's a landmark. Yeah. It's got a great view of uh, Mount Rainier. Yeah, it does. On sunny days. Mm-hmm. We live in a beautiful place. Yes, we do. It's awesome to be back. Our four-year-old really likes uh, Mount Rainier. <laughs> what did she say? When we first moved here and she didn't quite have the name down yet, she called it, Hey, Mom, I see Rainier Mountain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's us. and uh, We have three kids. Oh, yeah. A four-year-old, a two-year-old, and a ten-month-old. Little monsters. And I stay home with them. Yeah. That's crazy but fun. Yeah, super busy. And... Um, we're, you're, I guess we are kind of wild and crazy people. What? This is the, the probably the riskiest thing. We've ever done. Not the podcast. No, not the podcast. Start starting, starting the business from scratch. Yeah. yeah. Living yeah. with my parents. Yeah. All five of us are sleeping in one bedroom. <laughs> going to be good stories one day. Yeah. We're doing pretty good. Yep. But people shouldn't worry about us. No. No, we got lots of support here. That's why we came back to Washington to start a business because we got all our yeah. family here. And... But it really is the perfect setup for conflict. 
Yes. We have never fought this much. Well, we're doing a lot better now. (laughs) The first few weeks, it seemed like we uh, found something to disagree about every single day. But it's a little pressure cooker. It is. For sure. Yeah, having no money. Yeah. Being, you know, kind of squished. Yeah. My parents are so grateful that they're letting us live here. Yeah, 100%. Have a place to live. Thanks, Mom and Dad. Um, But we're squished. We don't have our own space. Mm -mm. We have no money. Mm-hmm. We're not entirely sure how fast this business is going to pick up. Yeah. Talk about transparent. Good job. Yeah. No, but... Shoot, I forgot what I was going to say. Say, little... you'll think of it in a minute. I'll think of it in a minute. <laughs> That's what you always used to say to me. Yeah, a little ADHD oh. moment. Sorry. No, it's cool. Lots to talk about. Uh, that's us. And uh, we've I been guess... so so we've been doing a lot of repair lately. I think oh, is what yeah. you were gonna say. Probably. Yeah. Probably what I was gonna say. Yeah. Nah, it doesn't matter. Wasn't that good? I would remember it better. <laughs> okay. Onward and upward. Temperatures, you mean? Yeah. Well, probably in lots of things. <laughs> but yeah, we got two heat wave babies and a snowstorm baby. Mm-hmm. Memphis was, and North Dakota. Cooper came a little early because we were worried he was going to come in the middle of a blizzard. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so we've been around and, um, uh, you know, lots of my clients struggle with this. I think lots of people do i think most people do struggle with conflict repair yeah 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 when was the first time you you you, we were talking the other day and you said this was when was the first time you heard repair and relationships in the same sentence when we when we were when we lived in spokane when you were starting your master's program at gonzaga and we were reading a john gottman book together yeah and he talked about repair you know, yeah. after you fight, you have to repair. And that was the first time I'd ever heard that term used mm-hmm. when talking about a relationship. Yeah. I mean, you usually hear makeup. you got to make up after a fight. But <laughs> um, I like the term repair. I don't know yeah. exactly why, but... It... it does fit for us. Yeah. Because I break things. <laughs> <laughs> you hurt people's feelings, and you don't have to mean it. Um, sometimes sometimes just happens. Yeah, stuff happens. We're we're people. We're human. Although, uh, you know, there's a spectrum of this, and people really do damage. I was just visiting with the guy who, uh, you know, that I reference in not this post, but my uh, the one that just is more recent. um, Three ways to get over your breakup. Mm -hmm. So I reference that guy in that post and. He was just, repair in that situation looks a lot different. Because of how much damage he'd done. Yeah. Over years. And not repairing along the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is a, this is, I mean, I guess. I mean, I was going to help him if he wanted to get back with his wife. 
Yeah. But it's a lot different than... Anyway, so there's a spectrum of this repair, but... Um, yeah, I guess I can say a little bit more than we wrote about, because we try and keep these posts on the shorter end. Yeah, not too lengthy, so um, people want to read the whole thing. Yeah, we really like it when you do read it. It's pretty <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah, this whole part here about... Uh, oh, yeah, so one of the keys, back to John Gottman. He is, uh, you know, I think there's a... He and Susan Johnson um, of emotionally focused therapy fame, Susan anyway, these two are the two researchers that I think haven't nailed. In terms relationships. Of, yeah. Yep. Uh, finding out what works in relationships, what doesn't, and making therapy work for couples. So, John... Has done, he, he's at out of uh, UW, and he's done just tons of research with couples. Just awesome stuff over, uh, I think, more than 30 years now. Yeah, followed couples, tons of couples over a lot of years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now can definitively even predict a couple's success, success. or failure. Yeah, within a pretty small margin. Yeah, yeah, nine, over 90%. Yeah. And what he's come up with is that the, there's these different styles of of couple conflict. Yeah, that, that right? everybody, that it's perfectly normal to have conflict and that couples can be successful and uh -huh. have conflict. Yeah. We used to think, or people usually think that the more conflict you have, the worse off your marriage is, but... Yeah. Oh, they're headed for divorce. Yeah. It's not necessarily that, just how you manage the conflict, right? Yeah, yeah. Totally true. So, and, and that he kind of, in his work, has seen three styles. Three styles of conflict management. As couples. Yeah. Kind of generally, like, there's people, and we've had friends like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all, all of our friends are like, was it us? I know. Are they talking about us? <laughs> <laughs> you might be examples. You never know. No, but these, <laughs> these, these folks that have crazy conflict, like, hot and heavy, like, what I see is like, whoa, you're kind of causing some damage. Hurting each other's feelings and they don't care to fight in front of other people. It doesn't matter to them. Yeah, or on Facebook. Yeah, on Facebook. And uh, John, uh, it's like, yeah, it doesn't matter. They can be successful in the long term. Oh, man. Okay, we're going to... Got a baby crying? Go rescue a baby. We'll come back. Okay. So another style. Rescued the baby. Oh yeah. yeah. She was she was out of bed, wasn't she? Yep, she was out of bed and didn't That's... know where mom and dad were, and so she was upset. Number two. The two-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. So the other two styles. I mean, we've known people that are crazy chaotic, but long term, it, it they they too that style of of conflict conflict management. can um, be successful. The relationship can endure over time if they have uh, what he came up with is the magic formula. Um, they need to repair what we'll talk about more in depth, but this five it's this ratio of five positive or repair-like interactions. interactions for every one negative 
uh, interaction. Okay, so th those those styles and the other two are either you know kind of middle of the road folks that can talk about stuff, have a little conflict, have a little re repair. Um, and the third style. And is... the third is just totally avoidant. Yeah. In the extreme. Um, all three of those styles can be successful if they have this ratio of repair. And so in this article, we just kind of picked on repair. Yeah. You liked this example of the car. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I have used it before or heard somebody use it before. Yeah. But taking care of your relationship as you would... Um, it takes a lot Some of work. Some fancy, schmancy car that you yeah. were in love with. Yeah. Yeah, the maintenance. And I'm I'm a guy, I don't have a nice car now. Yeah. <laughs> but. You have an education and children <laughs> instead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't have a house, but I got a house payment. Yeah. Um, you know, we're going to take, it, it, it could be, I mean, it's easy to say, oh, yeah, a car, that's the most important thing item, you know, per, a, a person or a family has, because if you don't have transportation, you're kind of screwed. Right. Well, we have transportation. It's just not fancy schmancy. Yeah, yeah. But we still do maintenance on it. Mm-hmm. And our relationship is more important. Yeah. And it takes as much maintenance. Mm-hmm. More. Yeah, you're right. Way more in the car. Mm-hmm. A car you can kind of visit every once, every yeah. month and a half or yeah. two months, mm -hmm. three months, depending on how long, how much you drive it. Um, so I, th I think the, the biggest thing is that you have to, you know, the, the daily, the regular maintenance, you have mm -hmm. to constantly be taking care of it, of your relationship and nourishing it, not just when conflicts arise, mm -hmm. but you yeah. know, dates, mm -hmm. uh, those positive things could be a variety of things. Yeah. Nice words. Yeah. I guess that gets, gets us to these three tips okay so hold 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 on to your hold on to your butt <laughs> hold on to your butt <laughs> she just laughs at me that's great uh, these are three tips and this is not a definitive list obviously but three three things you can do to make your conflict repair better more successful well and I think people say well, well what the heck is a repair yeah. And that these two are kind of like, okay, this is what it means to repair. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We all do this to a certain extent, and some of us could do it more. Um, I think just knowing the term and thinking about it will help you to do these things more intentionally. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So this first one. You want to talk about this one? Sure. Touch a lot. Um, it's It sounds kind of... I don't know, kind of funny to tell people to touch each other. Yeah, we're not talking about sex. Yeah, I mean, that's important too, but non-sexual touch, like you say in there, yeah. is really important. Yeah. I remember when we were first married and at school, <clears throat> and you would observe other couples, and it just it was just interesting to notice which couples, you know, sat close together and touched each other's hands or put arms around each other mm -hmm. or, you know, not... Not over the top public displays of affection, but just yeah. you know, yeah, at you all. You could tell that they liked each other versus the couples yeah. who you know mm -hmm. sat far enough apart mm -hmm. that they weren't touching and yeah, yeah. It's really important. Just so, do we have an example of a fight? 
No. Lots of times when you and I are arguing, sometimes I don't necessarily know what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. (laughs) I I don't know exactly what I said. (laughs) And even if I do, I don't necessarily know what to say to fix it. Yeah. Because I definitely want to fix it, right? Yeah. Man mode? Yes. Going to man mode. Okay, something's wrong. Got to fix it? Well, and I think I think we have changed in this way. I think early on, you know, when you get in an argument with somebody, I think everybody has this desire to want to be right and to win. Yeah. You know, to try to convince the other person that you are right and they are wrong. Yeah. And so because of that and because you butt heads and both of you want... You know, both of you want to win. You could hold on to this anger and this disagreement for a long time. Just let it fester and just continue to be mad at each other. Mm -hmm. But I think over over time as we have gotten better at repair and realized how wonderful it is to be in harmony again, you know, to be on Mm -hmm. each other's good side again, I think we we turn to repair a lot faster. Mm -hmm. Especially these days. It doesn't take us too long once we get into a disagreement or an argument to realize, okay, I don't like this. I don't like it when yeah. we're mad at each other. Let's figure out how to fix this. Yeah, yeah. Because we're stubborn enough that it could go a while mm-hmm. if we didn't want to, I guess. And I think it used to go longer. Yeah, I'm sure it did. I think for a lot of people it probably does. Yeah, yeah, it does. I mean, I know my clients uh, frequently, you know, they'll talk about uh, an argument that goes on and they don't talk for you know, days, somebody will blow out after an argument, leave the house mm-hmm. and not come back Yeah, for days. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Yeah. So well, and I think that it's does good. go on. I think it's good that you asked me if I could remember an argument, you know, if we had an argument and I can't think of one specifically. <laughs> I think it's a good thing, you know. Well. When you get to the end, isn't, did you, oh no, you didn't mention it here. What did I do? For, forgive and forget. I mean, that's important too. Oh right? yeah. We'll add that. Okay. Come remember that because we need to come back. But, I mean, I remember one of the first times that uh, we were young, 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 and... We're still not old, but yes. We're not, but we got married pretty young. Mm -hmm. Um, We were in the car, just Mm -hmm. like this, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and in the midst of something, and all I did to, again, this is the first thing we mentioned because it's a first step. Yeah. Just put put my hand over on your hand or in your leg, on your mm-hmm. knee, something like that, in the midst of a fight. Yeah. And that's why it's it's this nice introduction. It's a break the ice. Um, it's a little reminder that, hey, I still love you. We're yeah. I mean, that's a great this disagreement right now, but... Exactly. I still love you. This... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I want to be on your team. Like mm-hmm. here at the end of the paragraph, I, I mentioned it in the blog. Remember, this one is... Uh, Four ways to master your conf- uh, to master conflict repair. It was posted on October third. Anyway, I want to be on your team rather than fight or flight. You know, putting up walls and saying "screw you," I'm going to win. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's huge. It's nonverbal, non-sexual touch. It's a big deal. Okay, so this next one. The next thing is to be verbal. Yeah. Uh, we've known lots of people, uh, and I see this in my practice all the time, where people are not... Once they cause a rift, uh, a conflict, 
Uh, Whether on purpose or on accident. Yeah, doesn't matter. They just don't say anything. Um, Hope that time will... Yeah, yeah, they just kind of make it, uh, you know, they put their head down and do whatever else they were going to go do. Or or sometimes they, they buy gifts mm-hmm. or do something special thinking that that will negate their bad behavior. But it, it just... You know, the unfortunate thing, and I don't think we wrote this, is that we, when that goes on in a relationship, the automatic or I think the human thing to do is to keep a list. You just keep a tally mm-hmm. of like, well, you know, she did this on this day and she did this on that day and she always does this. Yeah. When it's not repaired, when it's not taken care of. Vice versa. Yeah. You know? He, you know, I told him to do this. I told him to do that. He never listens to me. He, you know, mm-hmm. and it, it builds that uh, contempt, hurt, resentment, and it can be, oh, this is more Gottman stuff, but he, he calls it negative sentiment override when, you know, you stay in that kind of a situation long enough and ignoring not repairing and everything there comes a point in the relationship when nothing, even if I went over the top and did something really actually uniquely awesome and did repair, you know, that occasional weird time for some re- <laughs> weird reason, yeah, you it wouldn't do any good. You'd see it as, oh, he's just screwing around. Because you were in so deep. Yeah. You dug yourself in yep. too big of a hole. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, that's probably good language. Yeah. But anyway, negative sentiment override. We want to avoid that. So making it verbal... Seems simple, but... It's hard for a lot of people to do. Yeah. It it means... Uh, being vulnerable. Being vulnerable. It means, you know, giving up that that power. Yeah. Saying you're sorry yeah. and trying to figure out, you know, what kind yeah. of a compromise you can make. Any Anything. Talking, talking about the conflict. Yeah. Talking about it. Which is majorly hard. Yeah. And sometimes you need some time to step aside and be apart for a little bit, you know, give yourself a little time out yep. before you're able to really talk about it yep. very well. Because, I mean, in the heat of the moment, at least I don't usually think no. very clearly. No, yeah. nobody does. When you're when you're so activated, so upset, it's almost like being drunk or under having a little buzz, a little alcohol buzz. Really? Yeah, it shuts your frontal lobe down and you're less creative. You're less, uh, your actual ability to problem solve is diminished when you're that upset. So a timeout can be huge. Slowing down your heart rate so you can come back and actually think. Yeah. I don't remember what our last argument was about, but but I remember where we were. Yeah. And we were talking about it in the bathroom as we were trying to get ready for bed and then... Mm-hmm. We were still both upset, and you left to go to bed. Mm-hmm. And just in the few minutes that it took me to brush my teeth and take my makeup off and wash my face, you know, mm-hmm. less than 10 minutes, I had calmed down enough to think about things clearly, and then I was able to come into the bedroom and talk to you about it, and yeah. we repaired, and it was fine. We yeah. were good. Yeah. So sometimes it is important to be verbal. It's really important to be verbal and talk about it, but sometimes you do need to allow yourself I think that little bit of time out mm-hmm. to calm down mm-hmm. and if you don't have the skills because a lot of folks can't 
necessarily do that, or they need this reminder, so hopefully it's useful to you if you're listening. But if you don't, there's some really great books. I mean, this this book that we've... any Anything from John Gottman, G-O-T-T-M-A-N, um, this, this one we're referencing is Seven Principles to Make Marriage Work, mm-hmm. uh, is an excellent one. He's got some newer ones. Um, again, I like Susan Johnson's work. Any, any, uh, anything like that. But there's some great resources. Read the blog. Go to the Psych Spot forward slash blog and um, read these articles. I think all those resources are going to be useful mm-hmm. in terms of just having them. Sometimes it's just about getting the reminder. Yeah. Practicing putting one or two things into action so that you can start changing your life. Uh, and yeah, I don't think this is a a, a gimme. What the this, next one? This repeat, repeat, repeat. No, we're not there yet. Oh, we're right. not. Eliminate distractions. Oh yeah, yeah. I get in trouble for this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, a little too authentic there, Ben. <laughs> uh, so it could be devices. I think that's what I get in trouble for. Trying to repair, trying to talk about things when there's other distractions around. Yeah. When you're not completely 100% there. No, it's just not going to work. Mm. And that's what we, I think, continue. That's our our, our major growth edge. What's just that? being that, just at this stage in life, we are extremely busy. Mm-hmm. And we have... We have three small children, starting a new business. We're actually living with my parents right now. There's 11 yeah. people in the house total. Yeah, it's busy. Yeah. Not a lot of space that's our own. With no distractions. Yeah. Yeah, and time. I mean, yeah, time, space. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why we kind of included it here, because for us right now it's especially... Especially important. Important. Yeah. So, I mean, this could look for you guys out there in podcastville um like a variety of things yeah if you got a tv in your bedroom it's going to be important to turn it off if you guys need to fix things yeah before bed uh if you're uh oh this kind of uh, i don't know why i think about it it seems like it fits here distance if you're doing this long distance trying Mm -hmm. to repair long distance yeah that sucks that would be really hard we did that for a bit when we were dating, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we spent some of our dating time long distance. Over eight months. Mm-hmm. Uh, away. And so it's even, you know, that kind of... Uh, well, when you you're on the you phone... Can't you can't touch. You can't touch. You can't... It's hard to eliminate distractions. You don't know what the other person's going through on the other side, of, you know, yeah. on the phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's hard. Anyway, so it, it's, you know, simplify things. Get focused and just, it's really important because it shows you, shows you when I do it, you know, that I love you, mm-hmm. that I'm serious. That you're willing to set the, set the phone down or the iPad yeah, down or yeah. turn off the TV or... Raise the bar. Mm-hmm. I, I like, I, in the article I say, you got to sell it. Sell it, yeah. I tell my folks, I, I tell my clients that all the time. Come on, man, you got to sell it. yeah. This is, <laughs> uh, commit, make this happen. Because you can tell. You can totally How tell. How fast do you think somebody can, like, sense? When you're being insincere? Oh, my gosh. Or only? Yes. 
halfway. Yeah. yeah. Just like in a second, especially mm-hmm. if they're in, a, in, you know, if they're like us and, you know, established relationship. Yeah. Maybe you can get away with it when like in a new relationship. Maybe when you don't know each other as well. But not, yeah, no. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> no, not much rope. Okay, so this last one. Repeat, repeat, repeat. You got to practice. You were already talking a little bit about this. That when, you know, the awesome thing about repair is that when both people are doing it intentionally over time, you get faster. You get faster and better More at efficient. It. Yeah. It's like a it's like a having a common goal as a couple. Mm-hmm. At least it is for us. Yeah. I think it would be beneficial if it was a conscious goal, something yeah. you wrote down. Mm-hmm. You know. It's really nice to know that both of you want things to be good. You know, want things to be good between you. Mm-hmm. Both of you want a successful, happy relationship, and yeah, sometimes yeah. it doesn't feel that way when mm-hmm. you're in an argument. No, I feel no. Like the other person's out to get you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's repair. I mean, in a nutshell, there's lots more to do. What was the thing you were going to save and, and talk about? Oh, that once you do it, to forgive and forget. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I guess we kind of referenced it with this list thing. When you're not repairing, you're probably keeping a list. Yeah. It's like the junk drawer. Did mm-hmm. you guys have a junk drawer growing up? Yeah, kind of. In the kitchen, this drawer that had everything from pencils to mm-hmm. staples and keys and mm-hmm. anyway, String, people keep things. junk drawers on their mate. Yeah. Yeah. It gets dirty and it overflows. But if you're able to go through this repair and fix things. Yeah. All the way through. Mm-hmm. Get closure kind yeah. of on the yes. situation. Yep. And you can forget about it and it doesn't have to be there in the back of your mind all the time as It's probably ammunition. the hardest thing, don't you think, about this? To forget about it? Yeah. Yeah. Not that like, oh well you did this two weeks ago. Well, and there are some things and this could be a different this could be another podcast, but yeah. Perpetual problems. Yep. Yep. You know, there are some things that we are we going to we should talk about that. Argue about time and time again. Yep. For our whole lives. Mm-hmm. And Same so way. It, so it might feel kind of like you're keeping a list, like kind of like, well, we've done this before, mm-hmm. we're doing it again. Yeah. You know, but I, that's just something I think you got to be aware of that it, mm-hmm. when it's a perpetual problem. There are some things that will not go away, you but that will. It doesn't affect the repair. You still have to repair, mm-hmm. and you shouldn't just ignore it and say, "Oh, that's well." Well, it's just what always happens. So. Yeah, and be mad about it. No, yeah, you still got to repair. You still got to repair, but know that you will continue. You should just become more effective. Yeah. I don't know that we did that. But I think our perpetual problems. Yeah. They're getting there. I think we're just more aware of them and expecting them, and I don't think. Yeah. Uh, one thing I don't know where this goes, but um, okay. Throw it in there. You got a tip? No, not necessarily a tip, just a comment. Just okay. that I remember being young and having my mom mention something to me about how it's normal for married couples who are perfectly happily married to fall in and out of love with each other over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. That was that was her words. And I remember thinking, seriously? I mean, I thought, you know, once you marry somebody, <laughs> once you marry somebody, you yeah. love them and you love them forever. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's so sad that you would fall out of love with someone. Mm-hmm. I don't know 
if I like that term falling out of love, but just that it's totally normal for your relationship to go through ups and downs times when you are happier and mm-hmm. more, more in love or less Twitter pated. Yeah, Bring more, a little Bambi into it. <laughs> more Twitter pated totally sometimes than others. Um, yeah. And we've totally seen that in our relationship. Yeah, for sure. Last, you know, our 10 years of marriage, you know, times when we're doing a little better, where our relationship's a little stronger and times when it's not so strong. Mm-hmm. But just that for that to not, like, scare you, you know, that that's normal for relationships. Yeah. And like we were it's par. Yeah. I mean, it's par for the course. And like we were saying in the beginning when you were talking about John Gottman, you know, that it's that you can be totally happy. You mm-hmm. can have a very happy marriage even with conflict. And yeah. It can endure. Yeah. yeah. You just need to learn how to repair. Yeah. And to do it often. Yeah. Back to that ratio. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you're not doing it, if you're only doing it here and there and you give it a try and you're like, hey, these guys the Brooksby's said I should repair and you do it once and you totally miserably fail like you probably will the first time and you don't ever do it again you gotta try again you're sunk yeah you have to uh, this is a a micro skill I like that word micro skill yeah something you have to do a lot yeah it's not like you go to the ER when you cut your hand off kind of a thing you gotta this is the band-aid that you're gonna have to use a lot yeah yeah. Or even your little pumice stone on your toes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe that's not a good example. Yeah, Tissues? Is. It's the tissue of relationship. I like the Band-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Hey, well, thanks for joining us. Uh, we will come back. I think we're committed. Yeah. We're committed to blogging. So come back. Oh, here. This is what we want you to do. Go to the blogs, uh, go to thepsychspot.com, or you can Google my name, jbrooksby.com, and that'll take you to our website. Visit the blog. On the homepage, there's a there's a uh, email sign-up. Sign up for an email from me. Uh, we'll start uh, some giveaways, I think, using that. Sure. And like our Facebook page. We would tremendously appreciate it. Yeah. We're starting business. Well, we started it. We did. We're talking to you, hopefully, and more of you each day. So uh, thanks so much, and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Hi, uh, this is Jay. I I really appreciate you spending a little time with me today. Uh, Isn't Courtney awesome? Uh, She really, uh, she is my executive functioning. She, She keeps me on track and has just awesome words of wisdom uh, to share. So I'm, I'm stoked that she uh, agreed to do this with me. And uh, so there'll be more to come to keep up with us. Uh, subscribe on iTunes, go to the Facebook page and like it. And uh, I guess there's two other things you can do. If you haven't been to thepsychspot.com, do that forward slash, uh, I think I'll put it forward slash podcast. And... Uh, sign up for our newsletter that's on the the sign up for that is on the home page we're going to start giving away uh, free materials books mostly to begin with and we want you to be eligible so uh, stay tuned more to come and uh, again a giant thank you uh, from both Courtney and I Special thanks to the band The BKs. On Facebook, you can find them at forward slash BKs Music. 
and on soundcloud.com forward slash BKs, B-E-C-A-Y-S. Thanks, guys. They're French, so I'm probably slaughtering their name. This podcast is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information in regard to the subject matter covered. It is given with the understanding that neither the host or the publisher are rendering legal accounting, clinical, or other professional services. If you need a professional, you should find one. Thanks. Thanks.